you will give the people of Earth an ideal to strive towards. They will race behind you. They will stumble. They will fall. But in time, they will join you in the sun. In time, you will help them accomplish wonders. Very excited today, Greg Beaver. Do you know why I'm excited today? Why are you excited, Colin? Because uh, so not only is this the the first ever our inaugural taping of the I Have Some Notes podcast, not only is it a beautiful sunny April day here in Edmonton, Alberta, not only do we have some great guests for our first podcast, Jay Runman, Mark Jowett here tonight, but I'm very excited because Sunday evening at 10:02 p.m was the end of the very, very last time I will ever, ever, ever watch Man of Steel again. What's the S stand for? It's not an S. On my world, it means hope. Well, here it's an S. How about... Excuse me. So welcome everyone, this is I Have Some Notes, this is the podcast where we fix flawed but almost quite there movies in popular culture. My name is Colin McIntyre. I'm Greg Beaver. Uh, we've got some uh, some exciting, uh, some great guests for our very first episode, uh, some people who have who volunteered to come help us get this show off the ground. We've got Jay Runham from the uh, Jay Runham Show. Hey, that's me. I'm, that I'm that is you. I'm here. Yeah, the award-winning Jay Runham show. It is one awards, yeah. right? Is it one awards? Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's just Good. say this. Yeah, let's, go with let's, that. I like that. And, well, the, I, and the person who award, awards awards, uh, Mark Jowett from uh, Face Exploding Man, is also here with us tonight. Hello. Did I get a Face Exploding? Is that what I got? Face Explosion Man. Face yeah. Explosion no, Man. Oh, yeah. my <laughs> apologies. That's <laughs> oh, well, okay. Oh, we'll, we'll find out. We'll, we'll <laughs> keep going. Close enough. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you something, uh, Colin? When we first conceived this podcast... Uh, this was sort of the movie that I had the idea of, you know, of, of fixing it, you know, yeah. the idea of talking about how to fix the movie. And uh, uh, I got to tell you, I did not want to watch this movie again. No. <laughs> <laughs> Especially after seeing Batman versus Superman. Yep. Uh, I really felt like uh, it, Batman versus Superman had, had just beat the, the inspiration out uh. of me. Uh, uh, but I did it. I watched the movie. Uh, I've now watched it three times. Oh no! Uh, something to yeah. which my my wife exclaimed, "Why <laughs> would you do that?" Yes, understandable. And that's a very good question. Now, now we should. I should. I should make the point now that um, so the whole purpose of this podcast is uh, is is to see if, see if we movie experts with all of our vast knowledge experience <laughs> can fix movies. So, yeah. So basically, what we're going to do tonight is we're going to we're actually going to talk about our first film, Man of Steel, uh, and we're going to basically talk about kind of overall thoughts. We're going to talk about what we, if we were producers, what we would do to change the movie to make it better, at least put it into our uh, into our visions with some, you know, and with a, with the we put our creative heads together. Um, we're also going to actually talk about alternate casts. So we're actually so everyone around the table is going to pitch their own cast of this movie. I, I spent some serious time. Did, on did that you one. Some like serious? Okay, time. Jay, Jay, Jay's really jacked. Um, and also, <laughs> we're, um, so uh, we also actually got some uh, some uh, some feedback uh, on our Facebook page. Uh, so if you go to, I have some notes on Facebook. We actually got some great uh, comments from you guys, and we'll be actually doing that as we do more and more podcasts. 
uh, kind of uh, letting you guys know what movies we're going to do and kind of getting your your feedback and stuff shared on on the uh, on the show as well. Uh, so maybe just for a, a quick oh, note before we get going, uh, Colin, I just want to point out that we are not screenwriters. No, <laughs> well, no, no, no nor have any of us made a successful movie or even a short uh, film. No, I've and, never made a movie. Either. I would just like to point out that we we are fully aware that critiquing a film. Is a lot easier than actually making. Yes, <laughs> fun too. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's way more fun. fun. It's yeah. way yeah. more fun to be a big snarky asshole yeah, exactly. than it is to actually work hard and make a movie and produce. But we, but, <laughs> put it out there into the world. This is the please don't sue us, Zach Snyder, yeah. right? Like, or or send Zach, us or kidding. send us death threats if you're yeah. like a super fan of this movie and you're yeah. kind of. Uh, an internet-y person like that who just likes to threaten people who doesn't like what you like. It's okay. We can all have opinions. And, and, you, and we actually, you know, if you want to comment on what we're doing, that's fine. It's a free country. We can do it. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about uh, just kind of, if you've never seen of Man of Steel, good for you. <laughs> lucky. Uh, lucky. You're lucky. You are lucky. Now, if you, if you haven't seen it, here's kind of, like, here's kind of the... The, the the an overview of Man of Steel. So um, so according to the Wiki, Wikipedia entry, Man of Steel is a 2013 British slash American superhero film hmm. uh, featuring the DC Comics character called Superman. Uh, it was co-produced by Legendary Pictures and uh, uh, Sin Copy Films, distributed by Warner Brothers. It is the first installment of the DC Extended Universe, directed by Zack Snyder and written by David S. Gore, who, if I'm not mistaken, also wrote or co-wrote. Uh, the he, Dark Knight trilogy, correct? He, yeah, he co-wrote it. I think and along with uh, Jonathan three. Nolan, he, was, he wrote Blade. <laughs> yeah, he wrote Blade. Yeah, and he wrote Blade Three. Yeah, so he's with, he's revered for making Blade cool and also making it shitty. Is, oh, okay. is Blade Three the one with Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. Is that mm-hmm. a, oh, okay. Then that's not so bad. <laughs> His first superhero movie, sort of, yeah. kind of, sort of. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, uh, the the so the film starred Henry Cavill as uh, the 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 title character of Clark Kent slash Superman, or actually, do they? Yeah, they do call him Superman in the movie. At some point, I think they try. She tries. She yeah. tries to say Soup. Superman, and then, and then it's kind of a joke. It's one of the yeah. three jokes that are in the film. <laughs> <laughs> the three uh, also has Amy Adams, Michael Shannon, Diane Lane, Kevin Costner, Lawrence Fishburne, uh, among others. Oh, and Russell Crowe's in there as well. Uh, it was considered a reboot of the Superman film series. Um, now they actually already done a, another reboot with Superman Returns, the Brian Singer version. Uh, which we might talk a little bit later. Uh, but yeah, so basically in the film, Clark Kent learns that he is a super-powered alien from the planet Krypt- Krypton, or Krypton. <laughs> Krypton. Uh, that's the British. If, 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 yeah, that's the, uh, that's the and, translation. Yeah. Uh, and, and assumes the role of mankind's, and I'm going to say this with quotes, protector, uh, mm-hmm. and finds himself having to prevent General Zod from destroying humanity. Uh, the now just now I think it's important to kind of talk about how much money the movie made because it sort of um, you know didn't it didn't get great reviews it got kind of like mixed reviews um, the film became but it did become a box office success grossing nearly six hundred sixty eight million dollars worldwide uh, critics praised the film's visuals action sequences and Hans Zimmer's musical score but others criticized it for its pacing and lack of character development. What? That's crazy. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I will say that uh, this film score is beautiful. Mm, I absolutely. love this score so yeah. much. I think it's actually my favorite score of any movie. Like my all-time favorite, and it's really sad that it's wasted on this film. <laughs> uh, it also is beautifully shot. 
I, I like that Zack Schneider was trying to not film it like a superhero movie. True. You know, it feels, it, it feel, you know, that it's film of film. It's very granular. You yeah. know, it's got a, it, you know, it's got a nice texture to it. Everything's lit very well. It's just, uh, he just doesn't have the skill to pull it all together. <laughs> Sorry, Zach. Sorry, Zach. Uh, so maybe before we kind of start thinking about kind of like, uh, yeah, we'll actually continue on with that. So give, give, guys, give me kind of your overall, what's your kind of like your overall, your overall thought review of the movie, your overall impressions. Greg just talked about like the score and cinematography, but, but maybe just give me, um, you know, you know, I'll actually start this idea. We'll go, Mark. So what, what, what is your overall feeling from this movie? Um... Mostly, the impression I got from just having watched it is just how much of a mess it was. Okay. Like there's, there's a lot of parts in, individually that we're like, oh, this is a cool sequence, but they don't, they're not part of a coherent yeah, film. Yeah, they're very disconnected. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's lots of cool bits, but they're not yeah. part of any film that has makes any sense right. in any way. That's kind of my kind of overall impression in a nutshell kind of thing. Jake? Yeah, see, I'm similar. There's like... Three separate movies in this in this you movie. You say you say three separate movies. Yeah, like okay. Three. Expand that because I thought there okay. were two. But you so could. there's like I would love to have just a Krypton movie, just okay. Like Jor El's story of like who don't even talk about Superman till like the last frame of the movie where yeah. he's like about to shoot off into space. And yeah. You're like, oh crap! This was a Superman. That would be amazing. Yeah. Just like Krypton, give me like Avatar in DC universe. Yeah. And then there's the like. Superman growing up story, which we've seen a couple times already. Yeah. That's been done to death in the comic books. But I like that story. And those are actually some of my favorite parts of this movie is like the young Superman dealing with his powers, not knowing what to do. Young Superman saving the bus of kids. We're doing spoilers, right? Totally. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So, like, I like that young stuff, like like Smallville esque stuff. And then there's the like Superman being Superman fighting Zod. That could have been a movie into and of itself, and it was a movie into and of itself back in the day. Yeah. So, like, there's three movies there that could have all been good. That third one with the Zod, that, that's a crap movie. That part yeah. of it was just, that third act of the movie was just like, why? No, Yeah, why? So, I, so, and the reason I asked about, 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 about three, and Greg, we'll get your thoughts in a second, but so my overall thought is that when I watched it on Sunday, it felt like, for me, it felt like there were two movies. Mm. It, felt, it felt like the... Uh, there was the the one movie which talked which was kind of like kind of like the Krypton and yeah. you know building you know finding out who this guy Clark Kent is and, and yeah. he's and but they but they but they keep talking about these different themes about you know you got to choose which man you want to be Clark and you're yeah. gonna be in, he's gonna you're gonna be a god to them and you're gonna inspire people and give them hope and all yeah. this other stuff so they keep talking about these themes and I time this at the one hour and one minute mark that movie ended and then the alien ship appeared by Saturn and then the second movie started which is just the the punch fest where yeah. basically the Transformers start, movie yeah but yeah. Tra- exactly yeah. and it was and, th- and that's kind of my because, now everything that happened in the second movie they there was nothing they talked about in the first in that first hour yeah. ended up happening in the sec in the second movie there was nothing there was there was nothing inspiring that he did. He yeah. didn't do anything to really to become that person they talked about. It just be, it yeah. was like, it was almost it was almost as if. And I'm going to I don't know Zack Snyder, but I'm going to pick on him. <laughs> so because That's basically it seems what like this a is weird. about, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that we can pick on. But it, but it but it seemed like but it seemed like to me it was like it was like they is like yeah they they made that first that first hour of like 
uh, you know, uh, kind of some moments. There are there are there's some moments of heart, and there's some moments where you're kind of like, okay, I'm actually kind of rooting for this guy. Yeah. And then after that, I was like, now nah, now we just want to see him punch people through trains <laughs> and like have yeah. fights with like steel beams and girders and stuff like that. The S stands for hope, but it also stands for punch people. Yeah, for just punch, crunch yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so but that, that so Greg, Greg, what are what are your kind of initial your your overall? Well, I think along the same lines as you. I think. The reason you guys feel like it's several different movies is because I feel like the movie has a theme problem. Like, there's, yeah, you know, it, it sort of sets up these uh, choices uh, for Superman. You know, should he, you know, should he be uh, a hero? Should he not? Should he choose, uh, you know, to side with Earth or to side with Krypton? Uh, these kinds of things, but you know, they they're sort of set up and they're sort of talked about, but they are never really executed, right? Or sometimes, you know, or maybe even you could argue concluded at all. So I think that's sort of the the what the main the real meaty problem with the movie right there is that actually one of the things that it just kind of reminded me of something that I was thinking when you were saying about <clears throat> the first movie where you know Clark Kent has to decide what kind of man he is. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> this film had something that I don't think I've ever seen fully pulled off before which is that Kevin Costner doesn't actually play a character in the film he plays a trailer because <laughs> <laughs> okay. it's something I, I picked up on at the beginning and I mentioned it to Greg a couple of times while we're watching it everything Kevin Costner says in that movie is a trailer line Yeah, yeah all he does so is speak in bits that are clearly written for the trailer and if you really and he doesn't actually play like a human person he just each, each line is movie. somewhat almost disconnected yeah from, yeah. from the, the rest of the script in a certain way like he just seems to be you know world all's own just talk you know topping, talking etheric you know, <laughs> yeah and once you notice it you can <laughs> unnotice it ever again yeah. it's just it's all the way through it's very strange I just want like the deleted scenes of, of like him just continuing to do that yeah. being like in a world and Clark's like dad dad that yeah. doesn't even make sense yeah that, 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 that was that was that was the only thing kind of missing was was, was young Clark and I guess we, just, we kind of saw it in like in the pre-tornado scene where he's just kind of like getting you know <laughs> oh, where he's like where he's like he's, he's like he's 30 year old Superman but still riding in the truck with his dad like he's a teenager yeah. he's like no dad you're not my dad <laughs> so yeah. like I kind of I kind of wish that was kind of like happening younger. was like okay dad stop it they like, did that movie back. thing where like the, where he puts the, the guy's fringe down and then he's supposed to be like a teenager oh yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How old are you? Well, let's, let's, and there's, let's there's absolutely no setup to there being any sort of tension between uh, Pa Kent and Clark before that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so that that scene, that whole, and that scene leads up to Pa Kent's death, which is uh. just all rings very, very hollow. So we should talk about where specifically we feel like this movie I, went wrong, and I really I, want to get down into this because what I feel is is really wrong with this movie is right off the hop because. The Man of Steel is sort of conceived as a movie of uh, that asks the question: What if Superman really existed? Yeah. You know, it's got that grounded, you know, that more grounded tone, like uh, the Dark Knight series. You know, and this is sort of evidence of like, you know, is mankind uh, ready to accept Superman? You know, uh, will he be afraid of him? How would he change the world? Kind of thing. So, if that is your goal, then you probably don't start your film. With a gigantic sci-fi fantasy <laughs> epic, Our okay, I, I, real. I wrote down a Definitely. list, a compiled a list of all the things that the movie asked the audience to accept right off the hop. Okay, they are an alien race on a distant planet. All right, <laughs> weird skin-tight armor clothing, true, <laughs> holographic metal womb, 
Some kind of sheep dinosaur. <laughs> uh, a laser mil- military coup. Mm-hmm. Uh, planetary apocalypse. Uh, 300 cycles of uh, reconditioning. That's one of the lines. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. when they're going. I think that's where he's sending them to. Uh, the space to prison. The, yeah. To the, the no zone. What is it called? The phantom zone. Phantom but it wasn't zone. actually. It was like a yeah, black hole. Just, but yeah. who knows yeah. what. Penis-shaped prison tubes. Those were yeah. floating robot assistants, <laughs> flying dragon monsters, a swimming pool full of babies, yep. spaceships, and exiled to some kind of triangular dimensional portal. Yeah, aka the Phantom Zone. There you go. <laughs> that's all in what is that? That that's the first twenty minutes of the movie. Yeah. Also, in that first twenty minutes, I didn't actually understand what Zod's plan was. Because Russell Crowe yeah, was trying to fire a baby into space. And he well, wanted to stop that for some reason, even though everyone was going to die anyway. And then the whole like thing with like the skull, it had DNA or something yeah. on it, and he needed to put it into Superman. He put everyone's DNA into they a baby and fired into space, which is kind of a long shot, to be honest. <laughs> well, and wouldn't you want to do that before the baby was made, not and after? And maybe have more than one baby, because what yeah. are you going to do with everyone's DNA well, if it's just one of you? He got shot down, like, this is going to kind of scare skip ahead to kind of like later in the movie where um where Clark Kent meets holographic Russell Crowe oh, yeah, and, he's, and, he's, and he's like why didn't you come with me and he's just like well we couldn't he's like what it's like that, that's your answer he's like why did you come with me he's like well, <laughs> oh, well we couldn't that's well you couldn't like, also I like how they punish Zod and all the insurrectionists by saving them yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> like, well, also, they know the planet's gonna die so like we'll save you the worst people we yeah <laughs> so but actually and actually that brings up a point is so so this movie is and this is kind of just going off on a side tangent but this movie, it's for me, kind of some, it felt like it felt like it was actually just a remake of 1978 Superman because oh, you, yeah. you had you had a couple of the, you had the same sort of themes of okay General Zod kind of insurrection being ejected into space you have uh, you know Jor El still coming to Earth in some sort of hologram form yep. like there's uh-huh. so there's 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 like times where it feels like it's a reboot it's like oh it's a reboot but it's almost like almost like this quasi remake of like yeah. the Christopher Reeve Superman movie of one and two kind of combined yeah almost. exactly yeah. which is which uh, which uh, yeah but that, that's kind of just, just kind of about um, so uh, for Jay like so for for you where did where did the movie go wrong for you oh actually it started with uh, the dead death scene when okay he's, when he's putting out his hand don't save me don't save me like why the hell not? He's Superman. He could be like, bam, bam, done. Oh, yeah. he just magically, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He must have died in the storm that I could walk through. And like when the cloud was covering his dad to show that he had died, that'd be a great time to save him, I think. Yeah. You know, like, because you can fly sure. and you or, can run. <laughs> or, he could have, fast. Yeah. or he could have just, just saved it anyway and it doesn't matter if like 20 people see him. Yeah, like no 20 people from, from yeah. small up, town up Kansas are like, we saw him save him. <laughs> up to that point, Clark is using his powers in front of people. Oh, all the time. Yeah. 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 The oil rig scene, and he just holds up that oil rig yeah. and at least like a boat full of people see him. Well, yeah. Yeah. And like the whole, like when he gets back at that trucker for pouring the beer mm-hmm. on him. Yeah. That was the worst evidence possible. <laughs> that, like, why not just flatten his tires? Why yeah. do you have to like shove giant logs through everything? Because yeah. he had to do uh, do he had to get revenge in a very violent way, which is what Superman is all about. <laughs> <laughs> Maximum violence. Maximum times. violence. Yeah. yeah, that was actually one of my notes when I was watching the movie. Is like Clark's dumb. Like, <laughs> yeah. like really, like he he won't save his dad because people might see, but he's so many people see him, and there's so much like. Lois found him. You know why? Because he left so much evidence. Yeah, exactly. Like, he wasn't a really long good. Long trail of evidence. <laughs> 
there's a, there's a, and actually there's there's a there's a there's something I noticed actually to when I uh, towards the end of the movie which I had not noticed at the first first times I watched but there's there's a scene at the very end where he's like going he's like oh, I'm gonna get a job I'm gonna be a reporter yeah. and they show and they and they and they show you know they sh- they kind of follow him going into the elevator into the Daily Planet yeah. and you don't actually see like his head or anything but you see him at that point out of pair of glasses yeah. so he which, hasn't worn them all so, he, the so, so he's basically been Superman riding a bike through Metropolis getting into an elevator and then puts a, like so yeah he's like yeah. he's he has not really figured out this whole like or they, they really didn't really spend a lot of time like and that's not even dwelling on the fact that that's like that's always been one of my problems with Superman anyway that that's like, the weakest disguise yeah. of all time yeah. right now the, the guy who looks exactly like Superman who's never around when Superman shows up and yeah. who looks exactly like Superman but just the glasses on now yeah. now to be yeah. now to be fair and this is a comic book nerd coming out of me now there is there are some Superman comics which actually in all and if you will, want a really good Superman comic to check out check out All Star Superman oh, uh, definitely. which is great yeah. but anyway well, what they talk about in some Superman comics is that is that you know when when Clark Kent is being the Clark Kent, he's actually just not Superman with glasses. He changes his posture, he changes his mm-hmm. voice, and he actually looks he actually looks, sounds and behaves like someone completely different. And right. so and so Henry Cavill so, didn't get those notes. No, he did all. not get no, those notes. No, no, no. Just like okay, put on these yeah. glasses. But like yeah. Hi guys. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> like, right? Beefy chest. But yeah, so and they but like and that's and that's kinda of like a minor quip, but yeah, like but my personal theory is that like Superman using his laser eyes all the time. It's like everyone in Metropolis is next to a microwave at all times. You know what I mean? Yes. They're not quite <laughs> up to speed. As yeah, like exactly. Person is. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mark, give me give me your thoughts on that, where, where where the movie went wrong. Ooh, it's a, tough one. <laughs> it's a loaded. Question. I think just pick one. Yeah. One. I th- well, I think like Jay said, the 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 park end scene is kind of where it completely goes off the rails. Yeah. But it was like it's almost more of a kind of systematic problem. It's, it comes back to like the whole thing not making sense. Like it just from the start, like as yeah. soon as the crypt on part ends, it's just kind of all over the place from there. It's just yeah. like a big mishmash of things. But it does sort of drift further and further from the center yeah, as it goes along. Kind of thing. That's kind of the part but it where it's on the wrong foot. Drifting into the third act of like what the hell yeah, is going, what's going on? on here? It kind of it kind of drifts off towards like where Kevin Costner dies. Then it kind of like comes back a little yeah. bit, and then it goes way off again. Like it just flies off into the distance. My wife, yeah. my wife did this thing where we were getting into that third act. We're mm-hmm. getting into like the punching, and she she was like. At first, she was like, "I don't. I remember not liking this movie. This movie's really good." So, and then she was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh right, yeah. right. Yeah. the punchy stuff." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. it not? Um, I, I kind of feel like Pa Kent is sort of the central linchpin that just doesn't work. I think work. that's the point of no return. I think that's where it kind of it loses all hope of winning you back. But I mean, Kevin Costner's not that I, bad. I, I know he's, he's fine. Good in in he's movie. fine. Yeah, you know, he says some kick-ass trailer lines. <laughs> they're actually they're awesome in the trailer. It made me go see the movie. Yeah. Actually, I, I find uh, between this and the other movie we shall not name, Batman yeah, versus <laughs> yeah. Man of Steel, yeah, um, yeah, Batman, <laughs> which somehow manages to have worse podcast scenes. Oh, yeah, I somehow. Don't, yeah, but uh, I find those two movies—they um, can really like the one thing I've noticed is they show you who the good actors are because like between mm. Kevin Costner and Lawrence Fishburne they manage to like take these stupid ass lines that you're given and they can still sell them and yeah. you like the characters no, for whereas sure. like everyone else like doesn't you, quite pull it off if you know what I mean Diane can, Lane does it too where she, yeah. she got crap for lines in <laughs> yeah. movie, and she in my opinion she still is like pulls it off here and there and mm. um, what's his name that plays Jarrell uh, blanking on Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, Crow, thank yeah. you. He had some mm. weird, like, we must get the Codex, and we must yeah. <laughs> fly on my beast, but I forget the name of the beast, and 
come, let's go. And it's like, he pulls that off. And you're like, he can sell it how? Yeah. how? No one else would be able that to That was something I especially out. noticed from Batman vs. Superman was Lawrence Fishburne was like, he <laughs> yeah. has some stupid shit to say in that movie. But he's still like, you know, he yeah. still sells yeah. it. He's, still yeah. he's a good actor, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I would say that uh, Paul Kent is kind of the the true antagonist of the movie <laughs> because he's the real bad guy. You mean? Well, in a, in, in a sense, because he believes he he sort of intimates that Superman should hide who he is, and he's very worried about how the world will accept him, kind of thing. Whereas, if you think of Russell Crowe uh, and like Jor El as the protagonist, his his idea is like. You're going to be their savior. You're going to mm-hmm. be their their light kind yeah, of thing. You're going so to change like, everything for them. Yeah. So yeah. if you break it down into like into the basics, like that's sort of like a, he's sort of antagonist protagonist, which is kind of depressing because you know I feel like <laughs> Pa Kent should be more of an inspiring yeah, cause, figure. Because there's that part where Pa Kent he's like, I couldn't just let the kids die, and Pa Kent's like, Eh, you, maybe yeah, you could. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's the part where I, yeah Pa Kent really loses me when he's yeah. just like, Oh, ah, maybe yeah. you should have just. I let think. Those I think. Kids. Well, Fair, he is consistent because when he's up on the chopping block, That's he can save me either. Yeah, so he's, at least he's yeah. like, he doesn't he sticks to his guns. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's in it. Through, yeah. I, th- yeah. I think for me that was actually kind of where, like, yeah, like for, for you know, I think I think for a lot of people, a lot of us, you know, we we went on the movie just go okay, like okay, I'm on board mm-hmm. and I'm going to stay on board. But then, like that board starts to crack. And I think <laughs> yeah. that was you know when it, when we first meet Pa Candid, we're kind of like, and he's like, and again, this is and this is kind of coming. You know, and again, I'm bringing like my comic book fandom into this, but I mean, it's but still, I mean, like you should, you know, Pa Kent was was the original Uncle Ben. He was yeah. he was you know he was supposed to be like you know, like John and Martha are who made, you know, took this took this lost kid and actually said you know you know brought him up, showered him with love and and turned him into Superman. Yeah, they're his like moral core. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and it, and it's, and especially like that 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 relationship, which is which I and I don't understand why he keeps getting killed off in movies too because he's like he's so <laughs> yeah. important to it, right? Yeah, and um, you you brought up All Star Superman the comic. They yeah. do his his. Spoilers: His death, yeah. way better in that comic book. Just like they do a lot of things, way better yeah. in that comic book. But like, Pawkins' death in that movie is like way more heart wrenching, way more like, oh no, Superman, no, yeah, like, not Superman's dead. Yeah, exactly. Uh, someone was saying, and I think it, it might have been on our uh, Facebook page that um, Pawkins' death, he has a he has a heart attack in the comics, right? Yeah. And the whole idea of that is that. Um, uh, the heart attack is beyond yeah. Superman's control. Even Superman can't nothing. save him from a yeah. heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. definitely an interesting yeah. theme. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, you know, maybe they, there's pro- that's probably a lot to try and pack into this already loaded movie. Yeah. I, can, Which, I, I can understand from a theme point of view, like, what they're trying to do yeah. with Pa Kent, I guess. But. Yeah. They could have just kept him alive. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's that. You could yeah. have been like... Yeah, just leave him in. Yeah, like, don't... Like, well, what's, what's wrong with, with killing him off? Don't like, kill off Kevin Costner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, Why that, not? That's one of when, my... When he, when he dies, it, it's just so... There's no... There, I mean, there's no punch to it, mostly because you're kind of confused as to why he's deciding now is the time yeah. also, to sacrifice himself. And in the, in the special features, um, they have the actors sort of explaining certain scenes. Okay. And Diane Lane has to explain the pocket <laughs> death scene. <laughs> and you could tell that she's like, you could tell that she thinks that that scene is just as stupid as everybody else does. <laughs> she's like, she's like, yeah. And then Pa Kent 
has decides to make the alternate sacrifice to to save the dog. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, the thing I noticed though is that, like he like there's not really any need for him to like aside from Superman not saving him. Yeah. Um, like all he does is like twist his ankle. He can still stand perfectly. Fine. Yeah. And there's there's a long sequence where him and like Clark stare at each other and it just cuts back and forth and it's like a good thirty seconds or at least yeah. he could he like could have made he could have like gotten at least slightly further. They could have they could have like, he could have tried other. Yeah. 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 Exactly. yeah. And that scene it doesn't really do anything right. It doesn't it doesn't really. Well, I didn't feel like. Oh no, Pa Ken, I felt like you idiot. Yeah. yeah like, move, okay. run, <laughs> yeah. do anything. I'm like Yeah, it was yeah. yeah. It was dumbfounding, not heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I kinda get the get what I, th- I think what they are trying to do is is sort of really hit home this idea of um it being dangerous for Superman to reveal himself and then the big turn is when he decides to become Superman and follow what his what Jor-El wants him to do. And I, I feel like that's supposed to be the big turn. But that happens in the second act. In like in the middle of the second act is when he's when he decides like I'm gonna fly around like Superman or whatever. Yeah, there's so no, it, yeah, so there's no climactic uh, choice. That so that sequence is basically uh, if I remember correctly, so it's 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 Clark Kent talking to Ghost Dad on like the alien ship <laughs> which then, he shows up yeah. to by the way for Ghost fucking dance. no Ghost reason dance, yeah. whatsoever yeah just like I'm he's just he's this. just there yeah <laughs> and then he and then it's like and then and sort of and actually for, for actually when we talk about where the movie are wrong the minute the Superman suit is shown I yeah. got this like the first time watching it I'm going like uh oh because it, it, it was basically they're talking all of a sudden it's like you're going to inspire people it's like flunk opens up a door yeah. and here's it, the Superman suit on the rotisserie <laughs> And then, so he puts on the suit, he starts to figure out how to fly, kind of, sort of, he zips around the world, and then isn't it like, and then like the alien ship shows up, but his first active suit as Superman is to like go home to his mom's farm and do the dishes and drink a beer, yeah, and just kind of like waiting that. there, yeah. and it's kind of like, wait, what? What's, what's, like, this is your inspiring act, like... I was kind of waiting for like, okay, he's like a montage of he's gonna go start saving people and people are gonna yeah. start getting yeah. excited about the yeah. Superman guy. And it's like, nope, I'm gonna have a Budweiser and watch <laughs> yeah. some football. Well, and that would have that would have like helped weigh the destruction later on in the movie. If exactly. It was like all of a sudden he's doing all this good and he's great for everybody, and then like the destruction, we've been like, well, that sucks, but he still saved a lot of people, mm-hmm. right? And which we don't. Have there, 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 are, there are there are there are there, my my two my two favorite like laugh out loud moments are in the movie. <laughs> Are, are when all this destruction is happening and we actually rely on characters in the film to actually tell the audience that no this is a good thing <laughs> yeah. so there's so there's the scene that after after smallville the mainstream of smallville has been leveled that superman comes out and he's like surrounded by army army people yeah. And the, and the yeah. general is like, this man is not our enemy. It's like, no, Are he actually sure? brought this fight yeah. into your town. Are you sure. <laughs> and then and then going then moving forward when after Metropolis is mostly a smoldering crater, yeah. you've got is it Jenny Olsen or yeah. just Jen? Is it actually Jenny, Jenny Olsen? Olsen? Okay, in the Jenny credits. Olsen. Yeah, we checked. Who oh, wow. who comes down and she's covered in ash. And Superman and, and Lois Lane are making out, which was the part this movie lost me in the middle yeah. of this crater. In, in this crater, she says, "Oh, he saved us." <laughs> now I feel I feel like if those aren't in there, the audience is going like, "What happened? Did yeah. he really? No, he actually yeah. caused I'm, he caused a lot of." I mean, that, those those moments could could work conceivably. Uh, you know, when in the Smallville scene, all they really had, had to do was have 
Superman save a bunch of those army guys yes. and sort of like sacrifice himself yeah. a little bit. Not just get knocked two around. Of them. Like I, he yeah, he saved, saved the one who fell over the airplane. Saved yeah. one guy. Yeah. And then the <laughs> other guy who was about to get his butt kicked by yeah. the by the Zod lady. Yeah. I forget her name. Yeah, 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 yeah I forget That's her name. right. Yeah. yeah. So I mean it does it does happen, but it just doesn't like I, I kind of feel like that scene should have ended climatically by Superman saving yes. someone, and that way, you know, when that at the end of that scene, the turn is, oh, you know, he's not. He just we just witnessed him save a ton of us. And, yeah, you know, right. like yeah, where 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 is where is the school bus moment? Where where is sure. where is where yeah. is the the oil rig moment? Where is yeah. he like where people are like. Wow, this guy actually just saved us all from yeah. some terror. As opposed to like, well, our town's been destroyed. The IHOP is in ruins. The grain terminals are like on fire. Oh, thanks yeah. for you know, you're not our enemy. Thanks. Yeah. Right? Show us that he saved people. Yeah. Don't tell us that he saved. <laughs> oh, he's, oh, he did. Oh, thanks. I think it also doesn't help that like because they have those two machines that are like destroying. There's one like destroying oh, yeah, yeah. Metropolis. And there's one like in the ocean somewhere, and he yeah. goes and like stops the ocean ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was wondering yeah. the opposite of saving everybody. He leaves everybody well, to go save the ocean. <laughs> and that's and, and that's and that's what's funny because because and so when 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 uh, when Jenny Olsen comes out of being trapped in that building. She's like, "Oh, Superman saved us." She, she, she. At that point, I don't think she like. How does she know that Superman's even around yet? She's only alive because the building happened to collapse around her. Yes, and no one saved her at all. Like she just happened to like happen to not be under. She really should have said, "He saved some of us." (laughs) A very small percentage (laughs) of us. Kind of. Uh, Actually, uh, speaking of the laugh out loud moments too, there was the the one that made me laugh out loud at the end was um, uh, there's a part where I think he's fighting Zod, but he flies like he flies up into space, punching him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the part that made me laugh was like thinking of people in Metropolis when they finally fly up into space and like, oh, thank fuck. (laughs) And then of all the places they could land, they land back in the middle of the desert. Oh, for fuck's sake! (laughs) Anywhere in the world, they could have landed in the desert or like Uh, just anywhere on the planet, they could have come back down, but they came back right in the middle of Metropolis. Yeah, oh, there's lots of little things like that. Uh, Before we uh, slip into break here, uh, I just wanted to mention that I have a couple uh, extra things I want to talk about. I felt like the movie went wrong. I feel like Superman's laser eyes are far too scary. Yes, for, oh, for uh, Superman, uh, <laughs> it's just they're they're like the veins around his yeah, eyes. His whole head starts like, to glow. It's kind of yeah. Lois wasn't yelling that it hurt when he was like cauterizing her wound in the. She was yelling because it looked so freaky. Yeah. yeah. God, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Please, no. Yeah, yeah. That's a legitimately I'll die. scary scene. It looks scene. like a pumpkin with a torch inside. Yeah, and he's supposed to be saving her, and that's supposed to be another hero. That, that, again, oh, yeah. just, that actually, that actually conv- well. it actually convinced me that, yeah, that you know, if, if, we're, if, if Warner Brothers is listening and commissions us to actually make another <laughs> oh, Superman God. movie, I would actually, I, I would actually t- remove that from his power list. I would actually say, you know what? You mm. can keep everything else. I'm going to take heat vision away from you. Or maybe the lasers come out of somewhere else. <laughs> well, oh, sure. somewhere Whoa. less scary, like his, like his nipples. Oh, there, there you go. Okay, I'm up for it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we're getting hired, anyways, yeah. let's go for it. Yeah, might oh. as well. One other thing that I really <laughs> didn't like was um, the sequence, the dream sequence, where Zod <laughs> enters his dreams. Yeah, and there's no setup. Exactly. And then, and then there's this whole expository scene where Zod is explaining why he's a big angry Zod. You know, yeah. <laughs> and then you're as an audience, you're just like, okay, so is this happening? Because or that, is this not happening? Is you know, is Zod doing something? Is Superman going to wake up and not remember anything? Because the thing with that too is that, like he's already talking to Zod in reality, right? Yeah. And then he passes yeah. out, yeah. and then Zod explains all the stuff in his dream. Like, why does he need to be asleep for that? Why couldn't yeah. Zod just explain it to him face to face? Not real to mention, life? we've seen all that. Yeah. Well, with in the in the intro sequence, we know what. <laughs> 
why Zod's a big angry dude. Because we watched it for 20 minutes. <laughs> Snyder's really just a fan of those dream sequences. I, yes, like, really he definitely did. is. I think he's just like, I want this really cool, because like, Superman wears that like black suit in yeah. that one, the black S suit, and like the whole skulls thing. I think Snyder was just like, this will look so dope. Guys, we got to try this. I, I, I feel like we've waited our whole lives just to see a scene where Superman gets pulled through a pile of human skulls <laughs> yeah. screaming. Wearing black. Yeah, wearing black. I think yeah. they kind of did that in Batman vs. Superman too. There's that whole dream sequence oh, yeah, where like, Superman's evil and there's like, I'm sure like if you if you know the comics it makes a lot of sense but like to, like I don't yeah. know the comics so I had no idea what was happening it was just random images. Yeah, like all these people with like wings come down and like all this stuff no, happens. Well, and Batman's like I had crazy no armor and has a machine gun and he's murdering people and like, yeah. I'm no. sure this means something to somebody. No, nope. like, yeah. no, actually, no, it doesn't. Okay. I read, <laughs> but that felt like the same thing. Like, like Zach Snyder was just like, let's just film this because it'll be awesome. But it'll it look so cool. Ne- yeah. Never mind that it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. <laughs> He's like, it worked in Superman vs. Steel. Come on, we gotta do it. Uh, should we now do you have anything else uh, on your notes, Gregor? Should we take a? a I'm good a for break? a quick break. Yeah, sure. Well, we'll we'll take a quick break when we come back. We're gonna we're gonna talk about what we would change. We are gonna Ooh. fix this. We are gonna fix this movie. Uh, we're also gonna then we're gonna talk about uh, alternate cast and get to uh, some uh, some of your comments. So we'll be we'll be right back after this. Okay, welcome back to I Have Some Notes. Uh, okay, so now we're going to talk about... We're going to share our notes. We're going to talk about what we would do to fix this movie. Greg, what was... So we'll start with you, Greg. What, what would you do What would you do to, to fix this movie and turn it into the movie that the audience deserves well, I think and wants? The, the first thing that I would do would be to eliminate Krypton entirely. Okay. Ooh, um, I like this. Partly because not uh, not the idea of Krypton. Obviously, you still <laughs> yeah. want that in there. He's from Earth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just really strong for no reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, for one thing, um, Krypton is somewhat redundant because yeah. halfway through the film, Jor El tells Clark all about what happened on Krypton. Yeah, we don't really. So need really it, right? There's really and, and and because of the gritty tone when I mentioned earlier, uh, the realistic tone that they wanted. Um, you really shouldn't start the movie with uh, a sci-fi sequence, so it'd be you can take that out. You can have um, the whole Krypton thing in the middle of the film, kind of more or less where it belongs. Um, the other thing that I that I really would, would have loved to have seen, and actually when I saw the trailer, this is what I thought they were going for, is that is to hang the entire film on um, Lois Lane, okay, as, as sort of tell a story from her. Sp- perspective right so you know clark Kent. we see all these flashbacks from clark Kent, from you know as him as a kid and all these kinds of things and it would be really neat if lois lane is uh sort of digging up um this mystery person who's performing these sort of uh, miracles and her sort of she sort of narrates her leads and that leads into a flashback right yeah and then we can that way we can sort of time jump the way okay. that Zack Snyder wanted from the future and the past, and it sort of makes sense because the way that the film is structured right now, when we 
when we jump from the future to the past, it's a little bit jarring. There's not a lot of great setup. You know, he just, he lands in the ocean and all of a sudden we're just traveling back to, you know, to the past for some reason. I guess he's dreaming in the water. He's got yeah, tired. Sure, he got tired yeah, yeah. from lifting that uh, big girder. He's taking, around. taking a super nap. <laughs> <laughs> super, a super nap. So that's that, that's what I, that's two of the main things that I would that I would want to do. Okay. No, actually, I I, I kind of like that because I I kind of I kind of feel like especially as we go into these. Like we don't need this setup. We know where he came from. Oh, absolutely. And I and I and I and that was. I'm, I'm, I think I kind of agree that I think the more you the more you bring on bring in Krypton, the less the less grounded and the less connected to Earth he becomes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important. Like I think like you know it's it's fine to have him meeting Ghost Dad. That's fine. But you know have. You know, have this have have the suit come from his parents, or have him develop the suit, or something along those lines. Yeah, his his ties to Earth see, feel somewhat tenuous through most of yeah. the film. Like he does, he he feels like an alien when I think really he you know he's the defender of truth, justice, and the American way. Right? Yeah, he yeah. should he should really feel connected to to Earth. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Jay, what do you think? See, and now I would do opposite i would do oh, a okay. full movie on krypton like i was saying earlier about yeah. the three movies you would make it you would you would you would change this movie by making it a trilogy absolutely <laughs> yeah i would expand out every, more dc like, movies just more. what everybody wants <laughs> even dc doesn't want that but yeah, i do apparently i would yeah i would do like the avatar style yeah krypton movie no superman whatsoever at the end of it it's Oh crap! This was a Superman movie all along. This is how where Superman came from. This is the history of Superman and what Krypton went through. So you get alien version or side of and history of Superman. Yeah. Okay. Then you do the middle of Superman growing up. Superman where he gets his moral core from. All that jazz of human side of Superman. It's this is my trilogy. And then right. the third one is Superman. Uh, finally deciding whether or not to come out as Superman to mm-hmm. to f- be the protector that Jor-El wants him to be versus being the like behind the scenes like maybe he's saving people behind the scenes like he kind of sort of does in but some of those flashbacks his, yeah. but he's not as dumb about it yeah and not yeah. as like giving out away about it he's like he's much, sneaky about it yeah way yeah. sneakier like he got some lessons from young Batman or something <laughs> who knows Krypton has a lot of um, sort of parables with you know modern day Earth in that like you know we're in an oh, environmental yeah. crisis yeah. and stuff like that. So there are lots of there's lots of themes that you could use to build yeah, that's, a really that's interesting my, Krypton story. Yeah, where yeah. my Avatar kind of tie-in would kind of okay. sort of be right. And then yeah, that third one is just him figuring it out. Jor, uh, not Jor-El, uh, Zod showing up. Yeah, like do that Superman number two reboot kind of idea, but you have all this backstory, okay, and all this character building to care. So, about so, it. so my only question is that for your trilogy, can we call them? So, is your first movie on Krypton? Can we call it Dad of Man of Steel? <laughs> yeah. The second one yeah. is called Boy of Steel, and then the third one we actually is called Man of Steel. Yeah, yeah. with a yeah. question mark. With a question mark. Man of Steel. Man of Steel. I just call it Dad of Steel. Da- da- Boy of Steel. steel. Yeah. And Man of Steel. Yeah, 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 yeah. perfect. Father yeah. of Steel. It's yeah. much, that's classic. It's more British. <laughs> yeah. 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 Also, I would not. Oh, and then kill the... Pa Kent at all. Okay. If, at all. You keep him alive. Yeah, the whole three yeah. movies. I'd and then keep the him next alive. movie you could call Man of Bat versus. Man of Steel. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
They, but even then, you'd have so much more like backstory. Like the reason we in we, to not to bring up Batman and Superman a bunch, <laughs> but the reason we're okay with like Batman just kind of being shoehorned into that movie or like showing up is because we've had that trilogy. Yeah, we, we kind we, we know can, we're familiar yeah, with him. Even if it's not technically connected, we're like, oh, we get this. We've we've yeah. been through this already. Yeah, Whereas yeah. Superman, we have, but not this version of him. And they did a like bad job of being like this is a new version kind of not really at all it's actually the exact same as See, the last one and, and, not, and not to talk about kind of like like what's going on at at, at, at Warner Brothers but but <laughs> the, the like the DC universe makes me question whether Warner Brothers knows that this superhero trend is only going to last so long because Marvel's Marvel's taken their time they brought out all these movies or like you know what, like what's like 9, 10 connected movies now or whatever oh, yeah. it is Whereas DC's like crushed all of that into two movies, <laughs> and it makes me wonder whether whether they've got their accountants and their forecasters and all this stuff <laughs> saying like, look, this is only going to last till twenty twenty, and after that, this train is over. So we need to get these things out as fast as we yeah. can, because otherwise, yeah, why not do that? Why not do yeah. to set these? Uh, what take your time and set them up as it was just like, oh god, we got to crush everything into things all at once. So. Maybe because. Because I think the third Avengers movie is split into two now. It's gonna be two films. Is it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe their plan is like we need Justice League out before the second Avengers movie. Maybe, yeah, maybe. maybe something like that. Maybe they're trying to like steal the thunder yeah. or something. Maybe. Yeah. It's, it's weird that a studio would totally be cool with like putting two hundred and fifty million dollars into like a Mad Max semi reboot, kind of, sort of connected ish. But they're like, no, we got to hurry up with this superhero stuff. Yeah, that's exactly. that's actually one thing that, that like boggled my mind when I saw, uh, not to get off the subject too much, but when I saw Mad Max Fury Road, yeah. and like when I heard about that, I'm like, somebody gave yeah. George Miller a quarter of a billion dollars and <laughs> yeah. sent him off into the desert for like two years yeah. and just let him do whatever. How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> yeah, what like, what madman signed up for that? What blackmail does he <laughs> have some, on those executives? Yeah. Not the yeah. same kind that Zack Snyder has, obviously. Some maniac somewhere in the movie theater was <laughs> like, this is a good idea. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it worked. That's the crazy thing, too. Yeah. Back with an awesome yeah. film somehow. For sure. Yeah, uh, Mark, what, what would do... Actually, one more question for Jay. So, uh, for, so for, for Pod Kent, now you leave him alive, do you leave up the, like, the Pod Kent we see, who is the jerk... Antagonist, no, his, or, or you no. actually have like he's he's warm and fuzzy. Pocket. Yeah, you'd have to change his okay, okay. character totally. Yeah, you'd <laughs> okay. have. To, I mean, still. Well, no, we'll get into the casting later. Okay, gonna, so my my version of this movie is not technically that things that I would change. Yeah, but that's what I would change about no, this just particular rebuilding movie. it from scratch. <laughs> yeah, no, my rebuild with the casting is much different. We'll get to that. <laughs> my idea for this terrible movie is to make it longer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or the, give the hours. Yeah, yeah. It's now so, Lord of the Rings. I liked two thirds of this movie. Okay, like I'm like I'm the person that's like, hey, it's better. Like fifty percent or more of this movie's good. <laughs> Come on, guys. Like yeah, there's a percentage there. Full. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. Mark, Mark, what would you? What are, what are your notes? Well, I. Yeah, I kind of agree with Jay. Like the Batman versus no, not Batman versus Superman. Sorry, that's another movie. That's <laughs> right. That's in, it's in my head now. Like, yeah, <laughs> Jor-El versus Swear. Batman versus Superman. Jared, Swear Jared. Boy of Man of Steel. Um, uh, it's it's like the banks in two thousand eight. It thinks it's too big to fail. Yeah, and we need to do what Iceland did and just break it up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. that's what we need there to we do go. with that. Yeah. Okay. Because because it like Jay says, it wants to be like three. Like completely separate films all at once, and yeah. it just needs to pick one. That's yes. all it needs to do. Is like, yeah. are you the thing where everything gets smashed, or are you the growing up movie, or are you the crazy space movie? Yeah, pick but one. You can't be all of them at the same time and still make sense because it doesn't make sense yeah. at all in yeah. any way. Also, 
the only other major thing I'd change would be I wouldn't have Superman kill everybody indiscriminately <laughs> for half an hour. Oh, yeah, that's probably... <laughs> that's, that's, kind of, that's kind of a yeah. big one. I, yeah, we should probably yeah the, the 30 9-11s that happened in the last... <laughs> so, uh, so many 9-11s. <laughs> yeah, we all could have done without that. It's weird, and it's weird. So, watching this again, I, and I watched uh, Captain America Winter Soldier right after it to kind of cleanse myself mm. of the, the horrible franchise thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but... That movie has so much destruction in it, too. Like, there's so many buildings that go down. And, like, giant, giant airplane helipad things that go down in that movie. And I don't feel like, ah, crap, so many people died. I'm like, no, Superman still killed way more yeah, people. Yeah, Like, well, way more the, people. Metropolis, essentially, is leveled in Or at least Man it looks Steel. like it's leveled. Like, yeah. he does a bad job of not making it look like the whole city got leveled. Yeah. I mean, they, they, you know, they go through movies, you know, a building just about every couple seconds. Whereas in uh, Winter Soldier, you know, they destroy one building and that actually happens to be part of the climax where, yeah. you know, one of the characters is in the building and yeah. he's got to jump out. Uh, and then the rest of those... Uh, uh, machine, those big flying helicarriers conveniently land in, in the, the water. water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, somewhat yeah. convenient, but at least, you know. <laughs> maybe, oh, Zack Snyder can still maybe take some notes from that, though. Oh, yeah. One oh, building yeah, fell sure. over and it conveniently landed on LexCorp or something. Yeah. Like. Uh, before we get off the subject, too, one more thing that I would change. Um, this, this was another thing that made me laugh in the movie. It's just a small thing that, that just happened to, like, get into my brain and I couldn't answer. <laughs> There's one character, great problem with this, I mean. There's one character who she kind of shows up at the end. She's like a soldier. And, oh, and right. I don't think yeah. she's not like a particularly named character. Or, right. like, nobody, I don't think anybody particularly famous plays her. She's just a but, private. Yeah, she's just like some background soldier. But for some reason, they decide to funnel every, like all the stupidest lines they could possibly think of. Oh, that's right. into this yeah. one character. She's the, the one that, I forget what they're having a fight or something. She's like, who's that? What's happening? What's going on? Yeah. And then there's a scene later on where like, uh, she's in the background when like, Superman does his speech. And then yeah. she's like, she's, he's hot. She's the one that he's, they're explaining what's uh, what terraforming. Yeah, oh, yeah, what's terraforming. <laughs> and what will happen to us if they terraform? Like, we'll die. That's what terraforming <laughs> is. Um, but yeah, like for some reason they decided to just give all the stupidest lines to that one character. Yeah. So I think she should have a much bigger... Like they should do a whole movie about her <laughs> just not, not understanding that, anything that's happening. So just tell like there's a superhero who happens here's, She's walking through it not understanding Here's what we'll do. When they when they make Jay's uh, dad, boy, and man who's still a trilogy, they'll do a fourth movie This would be like about her that takes, that takes yeah. place yeah. during the exactly. sequence of... During all yeah. three. Yeah. With her just walking like, like not understanding anything. It just like takes place. Uh, yeah, well, I, I think I think we're kind of all on the same kind of page, and I think like my notes are basically, um, I think you know, I think I think there's there, the frustrating thing is that there's 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 stuff here, and I think all you have to do is just inject it with a little bit of life and a little bit of of just sort of uh, just just lighten it up and just yeah just yeah kind of I mean little... even if even if you're going for like a, a a grittier tone yeah like the Dark Knight has levity in it. Yeah. yeah, like there's, yeah, there's, there's plenty of there's scenes some, where someone some is making stuff like that. Yeah, it's not I mean, it's not completely joyless, and that's a real big problem with uh, both yeah. of uh, Zack Snyder's DC. Well, even that scene where like the Joker blows up the hospital, which is objectively <laughs> a very horrible thing, is, yeah. that seems pretty. Hilarious. Yeah, it's actually pretty yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah, and there's yeah. more hope in that trilogy too. Like in the Dark Knight Returns, when he gets his back broken, there's more hope that he's going to yeah. come back. Yeah, exactly. And there is hope that Superman's not going to kill. Actually, everyone. going back to the Dark Knight too, even that scene like. 
with the, the Joker and Harvey Dent where he's dressed up as that nurse. Mm. Like, that's, like, objectively, that's him coming back to torment the guy whose face he just broke off. That's <laughs> yeah. a horrible thing, but that yeah. seems fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. that's really great. Really yeah. yeah, like, so, and, like, and maybe just, maybe just to, to hammer home a point, there's actually a, a YouTube video that actually talks about how the, the when they made the movie, they actually they, they changed the saturation of the movie, and they actually yeah. they muted all the colors, which I th- which I think is, is kind of like like a, a kind of like an, an analogy for the entire movie. About they yeah. you actually have this this kind of bright, colorful, hopeful thing, and they're like, okay, we're going to physically we're actually going to mute the colors to make it less colorful. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I mean, so so I think you know, for my thing is you know, I'm I'm actually I'm okay with like the Krypton thing. I think it doesn't have to be as long as it yeah. is. We can we can chop that down or even out like my my perfect yeah. su- my perfect Superman movie would be like yeah let's talk about Krypton we don't need to show it yeah unless you make it a whole another movie that's that middle movie right that's the yeah exactly movie, is you yeah. don't show Krypton yeah. at all you don't talk you talk about it you don't yeah show it. but I, but also I mean I also I I kind of like the idea of I think on on Greg's point where it's like you you bring in this idea of of. He's he's quietly he's, like there's this this myth of like who's this guy that keeps saving people that keeps just showing up and also he has a costume and a cape and that sort of thing, um, but yeah just just have a little more like just take some of these these dull joyless serious depressing moments and just turn up the color on the monitor and just you know have have his dad being a, like a, his parents being wonderful human beings yeah. have a, a, a even Lois Lane like I was actually. I asked my fiance we were watching the movie I'm like do you like Lois Lane and she's like no and I'm like why not like she's and she's like she's, she's boring yeah and I think that's in even with her character we never really talk about but like she's like they, they have that she's like this hard hitting scotch drinking wears a flak jacket but she has no attitude she's got nothing like there's yeah. no, there's no character there's actually no character I, in I the movie I do feel all, like maybe, uh, Amy Adams is somewhat miscast as Lois Lane just because she is a very warm, uh, you know, likable actress, and 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 she she brings that to the character. I mean, on, on, she just can't, sort of can't help it, I guess. You know, it's, yeah. Uh, and and that's sort of why I, f- I feel like you know you should you should sort of hang the movie on that character because it gives Lois Lane a heck of a lot more to do if if you know if the whole movie is about her, you know, trying to discover who Superman is, yeah, or who Clark Kent is, yeah, for know. sure, yeah. Um, yeah, but but I mean, like I think if if we're, if we're if we're going to keep the same movie, and I would say, okay, here's what we're going to do: go back to do reshoots. Okay, so we're going to keep all the action sequences at the end, but we're going to add a lot more scenes where Superman's saving people's lives. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and so maybe so like and it's as simple as when the fight goes to Smallville. Instead of Superman punching Zod through the cornfields, <laughs> through the trains, through the grain elevator into Smallville, have the bad guy initiate that fight. Have Superman trying to take that fight out of Smallville and can't, and then you can still keep all the wanton yeah. destruction, but also yeah. save more than two well, people. Because yeah, they, they know he's from Smallville anyway, right? So they could just be there wrecking Smallville to. Well, no, like they, 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 they showed up at his doorstep, and yeah. then what Superman's like, okay, I'm going to fight you by punching you into my small town. Yeah. That could be just just playing right? a game of Rampage in Smallville. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like specifically just to bait <laughs> like, Superman. Yeah. Like, it's, like, like, we, like we should, we should, we should, we should, yeah. we should, we should feel, we should the feel that, uh, that watching the movie, it's like, we, we shouldn't need these characters telling us, oh, he saved us. It's like, no, the audience should be able to figure yeah. that out for themselves. Yeah. Also, one, my, one question for all of you guys, uh, and this is, this is important. This is going to be some fights. <laughs> Super underpants, yes or no? <laughs> yes. Um, you would you, would, you, you, would, you would give him the underpants? Yeah. Right? Underpants? He looks naked without them. Yeah. Weird. Yeah? Yeah. yeah, underpants. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. No, <laughs> it, whatever. It's fine. Uh, can I add a couple? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
let's see here. Um, if they're going to have Superman, Superman kill Zod, <laughs> then we need to first really establish that Superman abhors killing. Yes. Yeah, that was... That yeah. was and for that to have a lot of impact, we need to know what Superman's moral core is, right? So, yeah. and, and, if, and if Pa Kent is more of a moral compass and he spends more time in the movie, you know, uh, instilling a moral code in, in, uh, in Clark, then we're going to get, you know, that's gonna, that scene's going to have a bit more impact because not only would it be like him killing his last, you know, his last, you know, connection to Krypton, he would be going against what his father would have wanted, right? Uh, I also feel like if they want to play Zod, the whole Zod thing off as like at the end of the movie they're playing Zod off as as if he's his la- you know Clark's last connection to Krypton and that he's going to be all alone. Yeah. Then we probably need to identify with mm-hmm. Zod more because he's he's really really evil. Like yeah. nothing he does in the movie is really all that identifiable. Yeah. And I think at, at one point Zack Snyder in the special features, says that uh, Jor-El and Zod are, are friends. And I was like, now, <laughs> what they, point were we giving well, that information? Wait, in this movie? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Considering like, the whole first half hour is them punching each other? They yeah. yeah. But I, 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 did, I did get a sense of that like, they, there, was, like, there was like sort of like, a, like that there was some sort of relationship there that they kind of knew each other and they kind of worked each other and he's like, I, I, what did he say? Zod says, like, I regret that day, that killing him every day, but I would do it again or something like that. Like, they're kind of, you can, like, there's... Oh, I must have blanked out. Oh, yeah, well, this, this is, like, what he's, what he's telling, like, Clark after he's, like, captured him. Okay. Right. Oh, wait, by the way, in, in the spaceship where we find out that the source of Superman's powers is actually the atmosphere and not sunlight. The sunlight, yeah, yeah that was weird. Yeah, which is kind of weird. I'd also get rid of that whole, like, Break the wall and then fly out like Jesus moment. Oh, oh yeah. yeah! Like, hey, Dad, look what I can do. <laughs> hey, I'm Jesus. Pretty yeah. cool, right? Yeah. I also thought it didn't make sense to like the atmosphere on the spaceship like messed him up, but yeah. he can, but like he can be in space with no atmosphere. Before. Like, why don't you just hold <laughs> <Yeah>. his breath? <laughs> yeah, if he can hold his breath indefinitely. Yeah, yeah. which yeah. I, I guess he can do because he can live in space. Yeah, but, uh, no, that's nitpicky though. <laughs> the last thing that I feel like we need to change is that. Um, in the climax, we sort of touched on this before, but like Superman goes to the Indian Ocean, far mm. away from the people that we would want him to save, <laughs> yes. and like basically mm. the entire story. Mm. Yeah, but like you know, why are we sending Superman around the world where he's got no real connection to what's going on? Yeah, and then you know, mm. and then just like we were talking about earlier, he's like, oh, he's, he saved us, so like you don't even know. Like, how do you know that? <laughs> And <laughs> it's a very simple thing. Like that's to me, that's a very baffling decision uh, for the screenwriter to make. Be like, okay, this is our big hero moment, and I'm gonna have him do it across the world where nobody yeah. sees well, him. Well, and it, and it, and it's and it kind of come back to, to kind of like the is that they're the two most special places in the entire universe to Superman are Smallville and Metropolis. Yeah, <laughs> he kind of instigates the thrashing of one completely while the other one's getting destroyed. He's halfway yeah. around. He's a, a full yeah. halfway around the world in the Indian Ocean, and he's never even like when you watch that scene. It's like he's not really fighting it. He's just kind of dodging a weird like liquid metal arm, and then I, it can, catches him. Yeah, and I then throws him in the totally water. Totally forgot like, what about happened. That part. I think I must have like blanked it out it's, last because I was like, I was like, what? 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 Where? Why? Why? <laughs> Does uh, anybody know why Lois Lane 
went on that plane. That oh, yeah, the, the military plane? Why was she on that? Because, because she knew, because Jor-El had told her how to turn the Superman baby pod into the generator, the phantom generator couldn't that would just, send it. Shouldn't she just tell them how to do that? They here's, here's, here's now, here's now. They could have. Here's here's my question about about that whole part is that when you was is like so when they're when they're when they're when they're putting together the super baby pod to like turn it on and she puts the super key and it doesn't work. She's like, it's not going in. It's like magnetized. Hmm. Then the other like the other like the doctor character figures the is you actually have to turn yeah. the baby pod clockwise and then it goes <laughs> in. It's like. Yeah. Okay, that's sure. Jarrell missed that part. Always yeah. turn things clockwise. <laughs> uh, I guess Jarrell, yeah, he really did a bad job of explaining how uh, how to get that thing to explode. I guess what was it? It was oh no, he's turning on the drive or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah that was yeah, that was it. All it was like two of, days ago. And I've already forgotten. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the thing, right? Yeah. Uh, if we look actually some of the, some of the comments that people uh, left on our, our Facebook page. Um, uh, we had some a lot of people just kind of talk about we're talking about just kind of like like the tone and that sort of stuff. Mm. Uh, we uh, Evan says I don't get why Pa can't uh, let himself die like that. Yep. Um, uh, Dean actually makes a suggestion to make it darker and R rated and have Superman fly around just specifically to make fun of minorities, <laughs> which, wow. which 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 could, which could be number five. Uh, he also <laughs> then, he also then adds have him fight a giant uh, spider. Uh, <laughs> sure. Jeff says needs more Brainiac. Uh, Scott says, find a writer and director who understands that Superman isn't a cold, distant, godlike alien who needs to learn not to kill thousands of innocent people. <laughs> At heart, he's a farm boy from Kansas who was brought up by a good person by loving parents. Um, the other, uh, now Matthew actually mentioned, uh, he said he enjoyed the movie, visually entertaining, and the Krypton scenes were cool. The story suffered, but I look past that. <laughs> Matthew sounds like a very smart individual. <laughs> Great guy. Uh, Stephanie had a lot of good Don, co- comments. Uh, basically, say in a nutshell, saying fixing Superman is to stop him to make him a movie from the Christopher Reeves years, which I think we kind of touched with how it does feel kind of quasi like a remake. Make it less gloomy and don't make Superman do stupid things out of character in poor attempts to make him cool. <laughs> which is which is kind of like now there was there was a comment just to now to go back to um, how actually we got here. Maybe before we start the alternate cast, I looked up um, kind of like I looked up Wikipedia account to learn about like Superman Returns. So that was the Brian Singer version, which was kind of like the the movie kind of took place between like the Chris it's like the, the sequel to Superman Two. Yeah, it was it was it was yeah. kind of takes place in that universe now. That movie actually made it actually made a lot of money. It made four hundred million dollars. So actually, wow. when, when the time it came out, Warner Brothers was actually planning a sequel. But then, as the, then at some point, they changed their mind. And one of the comments was, it didn't make as much money as they as they thought a Superman mm-hmm. movie should have. Like they should hit that five hundred million dollar range. Yeah. But one of the comments was, it needed more fight scenes to attract that young male mm. audience. Oh boy. So. <laughs> So then we one, so why don't we get the director of Three Hundred, <laughs> the movie that's all male fights. Yeah, so we, so and that's kind of how we we got to here. Um, okay, so al- alternate casts. So well, let's so this is this is where part we just we pick we completely recast we recast parts of the movie. We recast all parts of the movie. Mark, we'll start with you. you who is who is if you could recast this movie, who would you have? Okay, I've got two main ones. Okay, okay, first of all. Nineties uh, Nicholas Cage Superman, obviously. Oh, okay, okay. Because that yes. never got a chance to yeah. shine. No, nope, that's true. I think oh we goodness. need to see that. That's true. Um, that Ooh, probably uh, would fix most of the movie by itself. <laughs> yeah. You don't. You um, don't want twenty sixteen Nicholas Cage. <laughs> well, because the nineties one had that costume and the hair and, and the hair. hair. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, we could put a wig on him, but you know. <laughs> yeah. it's just yeah. Yeah. 
CGI. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Either one is good. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the second one, and I'm going to steal a joke from myself earlier from when we were talking about on Twitter. Um, we add Lex Luthor to this movie. Yeah. Cast him as anyone but Jesse Eisenberg. Okay. <laughs> Kill him off. Yeah. And then Jesse Eisenberg doesn't do the worst job of any actor I've ever seen. Okay. Ever seen my <laughs> so but, so you, you, you would cast anyone as... as just like, to get him out of anyway, the way. Maybe he's okay. driving that LexCorp truck. That yeah. Gets yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, just at the beginning of the movie, like the, the baby pod just lands on it and we're done. Like, then, it's, then it's out of the way and there's no chance he'll ever come back. Okay, oh, I'm Lex Luthor. <laughs> yeah. Batman vs. Superman won't have the 9-11 of acting that was Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wow. oh, man. Ouch. I could oh. do two hours just on this. <laughs> we'll save. We'll save that. We'll save that for the, we'll, the the bonus. The bonus. <laughs> we may actually have to just. We'll, we'll like I said. We won't. We won't do it. I have some notes, but maybe we just have to do like like a special one-off episode, sure. riffing on Batman v Superman. Oh, man, like, did, did I go too far with it? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the first 9-11 joke we've done. <laughs> but I feel like I may have overstepped with that. We is a strong but I stand by word. Yeah. We. Yeah. we uh, <laughs> Uh, Jay, what about your alternate cast? Oh, my alternate cast goes far and deep. Okay. Like, so if, 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 you're, if you're giving me Crazy. the movie, yeah. and they're like, and they're like, now which movie are we giving you? Are we giving you your Man trilogy? Of Steel. Or, okay, this we're giving you Man of Steel. Is, okay. They're like, instead of going to Zack Snyder, they came to my house and they're like, Jay, Jay, we need your help. Whatever you want to do, you, here's two hundred fifty million dollars. Yeah, you have Zack Snyder car blanche to make Man of Steel, and yeah. I'm like, all right, all right, okay, all okay. Right, let's you wouldn't want to recast the director. No, I would be the director. Oh, I see. Oh, you are the director. They gave me two hundred fifty million and walked away, like yeah. like George Miller and, and Max Mad Max. Yeah. So I've got Michael Ealy from. Uh, he's a TV guy. He was in uh, Almost Human. Okay. He played the robot. He has a very good jawline. Okay. Very nice. But he's Superman. Okay. This is my Superman. And instead of instead of uh, him landing in Kansas or somewhere boring in the states. He's landing in Ontario. Oh. With the land of diversity and the land of way cooler, way, way cooler. So, Superman's moving to Canada to yes, Trump. So, so Absolutely. This is, this is kind of like Red Sun, but with Canada. Yeah, but Russia. way cooler. Yeah, okay. Way cooler. Okay. Yeah. Go on. Uh, so, uh, we'll find a nice young uh, native Canadian actress to play Lois Lane. Okay. She works for the cool. CBC, obviously. Of course. Obviously. <laughs> uh, as an investigative journalist. CBC Thunder Bay. Uh, and and uh, Ma and Pa Kent don't necessarily... Maybe they're still Kents. I don't... It doesn't matter. It's just a name. If they're Kent, they're probably Mackenzie's or Mackenzie's. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right. So, and it's, it's, uh, it's an adoption thing, right? They're adopting a young boy. So I'm having Kerry Washington and Angela Bassett. Oh, uh, there we go. Nick, Jessica Kent, or I, this is a very, very progressive. Yeah, this is the, your, pro, your super yes. progressive reboot. Absolutely, and this yeah. is definitely a reimagining. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. The fanboys love it. They yeah. love reimagining, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zod's still in this version because I want to cast Idris Elba as Zod because he's oh, okay. scary, nice. oh, that's scary a scary guy. That's a good one. I love yeah. that one. It's my favorite. Yeah, uh, that's, that's a good one. Right? We have, um, and then oh, we we will do flashbacks to uh, his. Biological parents to the Jor-El and Chitel uh, Ejiofor from uh, he was in The Martian. He yeah. Was Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah. yeah. That's Jor-El for sure. Like okay. by far. Okay. Michelle, and, uh, and Serenity. Yeah, exactly. He was awesome. Oh. In Serenity. He yeah, was really good. good in Serenity. Uh, and Michelle Yao as his mom. Okay. And yeah, like we'll still have like a little bit of flashbacks to then figure out the scientist version of yeah. them. But yeah, mine would be. Radically different. So my my question is becomes is like is Superman's cape turned into like like 
red and black lumberjack plaid. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, just, it's going, and they find him wrapped, or like find him like wrapped in like a, a Hudson's Bay blanket. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, exactly. And he's he's very into hockey, not the violence of hockey. He's still super oh, okay. He's got to rein it in. Yeah. But every time he tries to fight Zod, he's dropping the gloves, the non-existent gloves. Well, he's got the ice breath too, right? So he can just make <laughs> oh, it for everyone. Yeah, yeah, ice yeah, that's, yeah. that's one of the nice deeds he does yeah. as a kid. He's just like. He just goes around making cocky rings. Hey, the rink showed up. The rink's fun. Do you say red underpants have the little Canadian flag? Yes, yes. Right on his ding dong. Like like the one in the McDonald's end. For truth, for truth, justice in the Canadian way. Eh? Eh? He saves a Labatt instead of destroying. Oh, there you go. Man of love. There's a big fight. There's a big fight in the Canadian shield. Man of hockey sticks. Perfect. I like. Radically different. Yeah, I like it. Greg, what do you got? Um, my my main thing is uh, recasting of uh, uh, Lois Lane, as I said earlier, uh, and I would choose Olivia Munn. Okay. Because I don't know if any of you guys watch Newsroom, but uh, Olivia Munn actually plays a reporter in Newsroom, and she's very good at it. She has sort of the same temperament that I think I would like uh, for Lois Lane in that in Newsroom. That would be that would be my choice. Uh, She's uh, gonna be in the new X Men Apocalypse movie too. She's yeah, Cy- yeah. Cyclox. Yep. I don't know how to say it. Psylocke. Right. Yeah, that Psy- one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Psy- Could be Cyclops. <laughs> 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 and I would definitely not choose Henry Cavill for Superman. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Henry. You're you seem like a very nice man. I saw him in the special features. He's he's a very likable dude. Uh, on screen, you don't have any chemistry with Lois. You don't seem to have, a, you know, any movie I've seen him in, like the personality does not come through. So yeah, uh, I think I would I, I would prefer someone with a little bit more edge to them. Maybe uh, someone like Chris Pine or something like okay. that. Wow. Or yeah. how about this, <laughs> Tom Hardy? Ooh, Whoa. because Tom I Hardy. would love to see what kind of weird Superman voice Tom <laughs> Hardy comes up. With. So is Zack Snyder still <laughs> directing this Tom Hardy starring Man of Steel, or is that? No, is it? I think I think this is this is Greg's version by this. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe it's Chris Nolan's. Okay, yeah. Tom Hardy's Tom Hardy almost made it into my movie because I was actually thinking about him because I'm actually convinced I've I've actually seen it. I've seen a bunch of Tom Hardy movie lately, movies lately, not on purpose, but just kind of they just happened. Yeah, and I'm kind of convinced he's like really really underrated. He's actually he's a fantastic actor. I don't think I've seen him in a film that sucked. Yeah. Well, I have because yeah. I'm a Star Trek fan. <laughs> I've seen yeah. Star Trek Nemesis, and that Touché. movie is objectively terrible. He's quite good in it, though. Who is he in that movie? He, he in is Captain Picard's clone. Mm, is he really? Yeah, oh yeah. He on. I had no idea. He's he's really really young, and he doesn't wow. he doesn't look at all like Tom Hardy. Yeah. He's oh, very wow. he's very scrawny. He's a tiny little kid in that movie. Yeah, yeah. There's like three or four movies in that like era where he's just like this scrawny, like you would not recognize wow. him at all. That's bonkers. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like what Leonardo DiCaprio used to look like. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Fun, fun, fun. Tom Hardy fact, which actually I just <laughs> found out two weeks ago, and it, last week, and it, it actually like it's turned my world upside down. <laughs> he actually is not even five foot eight. He's actually quite short, oh, yeah. and so uh, which kind of floors like a Tom Cruise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so, so for for Dark Knight Rises when he played Bane, they either have to shoot him either from from either from down below or up top. When he's actually face to face with with Christopher with um, um, Christian Christian Bale. Bale, who's actually six feet, he actually had to have like lifts on his shoes and. 
and that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, okay. Well, that, so Tom Hardy, I was Tom Hardy was on my short list. So in it, so my movie now in an effort in effort to lighten this movie, I'm actually packing this movie with Jim Carrey with as many com- <laughs> with as many comedians as I possibly can. So. Now, like like Jay, I want to add a little bit of progressive elements into this, so it doesn't have to be all white people. So my Superman is going to be John Krasinski, because because he's because you know he he can work out, he can buff up. We're seeing he actually is buffed out. Yeah, exactly. We're we're seeing this trend of 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 comedic actors getting muscular for for movies. He was supposed to play Captain America before. Was he really? Chris Evans got it. There we go. Okay, so he's my Superman, Clark Kent. Uh, my lowest lane is actually going to be Zoe Saldana okay. from uh, yeah, from, from Guardians Trek. and from Star Trek, yeah. just because I think she's got that. Um, just kind of, she has that kind of. She, I think she can play that really kind of like hard edge kind of mean character. Not hard edge with me, but like, she, has that, she has that she, attitude. Like uh, if I recall correctly, she plays a character like that in The Losers, right? Oh, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my she's Zod really sorely underused in Star Trek. Well, so, for sure. You know, it'd be nice for to sure. see her in something that's a lot more meaty. Lois Lane, perfect for it. My my Zod is Donnie Yen because uh, yeah. I think if you're gonna have like this military guy, let's let's make it like you know, the the greatest action. Uh, my Pa Kent and my Martha Kent. My Pa Kent is John Goodman. <laughs> oh, I love nice. that. Wow. Uh, and my Martha Kent is Susan Sarandon because I want I want just to kind of just like you want nice. you want these to be like your 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 old fashioned American parents. <laughs> Um, I don't. Uh, my Jor El is going to be just to bring in from another mother Superman movie. is going to be Kevin Spacey because nice. if he's like that, <laughs> that kind of like that cold kind of character. <laughs> and my and my Perry White. I'm going off the book. And again, I'm I'm actually I've actually flipped back and forth. I would either pick if I'm going to keep it male, I'm going Will Smith nice. just because I like <laughs> the idea of him yelling at people, or I'm going Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, <laughs> why not? <laughs> just to have her yelling at people. That was so, like. That was like when Whoopi got cast as the lead uh, news writer on the Ninja Turtles movie. Just oh, like yeah. out of nowhere. Like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Might as well happen. Oh, yeah. Um, final thoughts, guys. Uh, anything else you, you kind of want to add before we sign off? What if we recast everyone uh, in Man of Steel with someone from Star Trek? What would that look like? <laughs> <laughs> Simon Pegg is Superman. Yeah, Simon Pegg is Superman, yeah. Yes. Uh, Will, Shat- Will Shatner is Zod. Yeah. <laughs> See now, his, my- whole, his whole dastardly plan is to bring uh, Priceline.com. One of my other alternatives is I like the idea of actually taking like casts and actually like like putting them into this into this movie. So so obviously with you know if I'm using John Krasinski, we could bring another you know you know Jenna Fisher as Lois Lane. That's sure. The other option I had was was to. Um, I, I actually kind of think the best way to make a good Superman movie is actually to kind of make it like a Harry Potter film. So, ergo, <laughs> let's just bring in the cast of Harry Potter and have Daniel Radcliffe as Superman, Emma okay. Watson as the Lane, and you have, what's the other guy's name, Weasley as uh, Jimmy Olsen. Or, yeah, there you go. Yeah. As Zod. As Zod. As Zod. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Malfoy, Malfoy would be Zod. Speaking of the Star Trek, you know, casting Star Trek yeah, in this yeah. movie, uh, to add to your thing, uh, Patrick Stewart as Lewis Lane, because he can play anything. <laughs> yeah. I agree. He can do anything, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Leonard Nimoy as hologram or hologram Leonard, Leonard Nimoy, yeah. rest in peace, <laughs> as hologram Jor-El, right? Oh, that makes sense. Hologram holograms. Yeah. Oh, I man. also would love. I was thinking, batting it around, of Terry Crews as everyone. There you go. Ah. <laughs> just. 
Terry Crews. There we go. That's where I'd put and my just, 250 He just continues million. to call himself Terry no matter yeah. Yeah. what yeah. character. And refresh himself with the first Terry yeah. won't fight Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Terry had to oh, fight Terry man. in space. <laughs> oh, it was not good, Terry. <laughs> Give me a hug, Terry. <laughs> Uh, I think that's uh, all we have uh, for for today. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us after the show, uh, please go to our uh, I Have Some Notes Facebook page. You can just like, search for us on Facebook. We're also on Twitter. We're at I Have Some Notes, I believe, on the Twitter. Yep. Uh, and yeah, leave, leave us your comments. Let us know what you thought. We're going to figure out which movie we're going to do next. Uh, we've got a couple uh, shortlisted, but yeah, we'll be doing another podcast here shortly. Um, you guys- follow us on social media, and we'll uh, we'll. T- We'll have, a, we'll have an announcement about that in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, big thanks to uh, Jay Runham uh, for being here tonight. Yeah, Jay, no give do you have anything to plug, Jay? Do you want to? Uh, JayRunham.com. Cool. That's, 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 that's it? Easiest. It's cool. very easy. Uh, At Jay Runham. A, a vlog post every Friday, right? Google Jay Runham and then see what happens. <laughs> Just go. Hit, hit the I'm feeling lucky. See what happens. <laughs> Uh, Mark, anything uh, you, uh, you want to plug before we sign up? Uh, go watch Face Explosion Man. Same thing, just type Face Explosion Man into the in, internet. In, in, but in, I don't think there's anything else called that. It'll, it'll be fine. <laughs> now I want to uh, check. Or faceexplosionman.com. Perfect. Greg, anything you want to plug? <laughs> um, oh, just one quick note that um, uh, Inglorious Hipsters, the co- webcomic I uh, used to do with uh, my buddy Jeremy Dye, will be returning at some point in time with new comics. Oh, beauty. Nice. Awesome. Very cool. Back, uh, re- is it going to be like a gritty, grim and gritty reboot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're perfect. <laughs> It's going to be all set on, in, on Krypton now. Oh, awesome. Ooh, They're going to be oh, hipsters like on Krypton. I like it, I like it. I Every like character it. is Terry Crews. <laughs> <laughs> we were cool before this planet blew up. <laughs> That's the reason they stopped, was that they were learning to draw yeah. Terry Crews really, really well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> very cruise-intensive. Perfect. Hey, uh, okay, well, the guys, it was a lot of fun. Thanks, uh, uh, thanks uh, Jay and Mark, for coming out. Thanks and, for having uh, me. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, Keep watching the skies. Keep watching the skies. Keep, keep watching the skis. And never watch Man of Steel. Don't. Ever don't do again. Yeah, don't do it. Drive safe, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>